This is the John Oakley Show podcast. A Chinese national, a 22-year-old who was kidnapped Saturday evening after a short stroll around 6 p.m. up in Markham. And uh, it's got, I guess, a lot of us bewildered. Uh, We'll see if we can advance the story. Joining me on the line is Andy Pattenden, York Regional Police Constable. Uh, Constable Pattenden, help me out here. Uh, First of all, good afternoon and welcome to the Oakley Show. Thank you very much for having me. Any update on this story about the Chinese national being kidnapped? Yeah, we do have an update. We just actually released some information that uh, vehicle that we were appealing to the public to help us locate, uh, they did. It was tips from the public that uh, last night led us to that vehicle uh, in the city of Toronto, and it has since been recovered. Um, unfortunately, Mr. Liu and the suspects uh, are still uh, on the run here, so we're, we're really trying to figure out uh, where they are at this point in time. Um, that van is going to be um, an excellent uh, piece of forensic uh, evidence for us, uh, and they'll be going through that now. So, um, you know, we're just encouraging anyone to to have a look at our website and everything that's been out there with the, the pictures of the suspects. If you have any information on who they might be, please contact our major crimes unit at 866-876-5423, extension 7865. Where in Toronto was it located? We're not, uh, investigators are specifically not giving that out. Um, there's a lot of information here, uh, unfortunately, that they are not giving out just because of the nature of this dynamic uh, ongoing investigation and for the safety of Mr. Liu. Uh, we're very concerned um, for his safety. I can tell you I viewed the video of, of uh, the kidnapping itself and very violent. Um, he tried to get away. Um, he was grabbed by these three men that got out of that uh, black Dodge Caravan. Uh, one of them was armed with a taser. Uh, they shocked him um, multiple times and threw him in that van and took off. So um, the, the female friend that he was with uh, was not harmed physically in this one, but she was definitely traumatized. On the matter of the van, uh, how quickly do you turn over the forensics so that you can get uh, leads, DNA or anything like that? Yeah, that van, uh, as soon as it was recovered, was brought to directly to our headquarters uh, where our forensic identification unit uh, was called in, began work right away. Like I can tell you, uh, there is a huge team of investigators working on this case and have been ever since uh, shortly after 6 p.m. when this incident occurred. So uh, they're all getting tired, definitely, but uh, you know they're relentless in their pursuit for these suspects. And, and ultimately, we, we need to find Mr. Liu, and we're hoping we find him in good condition. My understanding was the uh, van had stolen license plates, correct? That's correct. It only had one license plate, and that was on the back, and it was uh, that license plate uh, investigators came back and found out that it was stolen. So when, it was, when that van was located, that stolen license plate was not on the vehicle. So we are still looking for that piece of evidence as well. Now, on this ambush, you say it was caught on video uh, in, you know, very clearly so that there could be a potential identification of the individuals involved? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the underground parking garage at that uh, building on 15 uh, Water Walk Drive uh, has tremendous video surveillance on it. So uh, we have different angles of the incident that and we've put out the best uh, images we could get from that. We put those out yesterday, uh, hoping that someone's going to recognize at least the three men who the images that we put out. There was a fourth that was in the driver's seat um, that you can't really see too much on him. But the three men that got out of the vehicle, they were all uh, covering their faces. But uh, somebody's going to recognize who these guys are, if nothing else, by their jackets and clothing. And, um, you know, we just need those people to to call uh, our investigators right away. And, and, you know, this message is for the suspects, too. If you happen to be listening or uh, watching our earlier uh, media update, now's the time to seek your legal counsel and turn yourself in. Any idea of motive? 
Motive is, is part of this uh, ongoing investigation. We just don't know at this point in time. Uh, we do believe that uh, Mr. Liu was the target uh, here because he was walking with uh, his female friend and, and they didn't take her. Uh, in fact, if anything, they pushed her away while they were trying to struggle with him. So um, he does appear to be a target. And, um, you know, I know the residents of that building are very concerned for their own safety, but this does appear to be a targeted incident. And, you know, until we find these suspects, we're not going to know the full story. But uh, I can tell you our investigators are working very hard on this one. So no contact, no uh, communication from these people as to ransom or anything uh, along those lines? No, there hasn't been any contact, which is, you know, as time ticks on here, it becomes more and more concerning for us that uh, he was taken and, you know, the motive is unclear and uh, no demands made from these uh, suspects at this point in time. So a uh, very concerning case for all of us. My understanding, he's a Chinese national, an exchange student. Is that correct? Uh, a Chinese national that's studying here in uh, Toronto. Yeah. And as for the exact school, we're not providing that information either. But I can also tell you that uh, his Chinese name is Wen Zhen Lu, but uh, he does go by Peter Lu. So uh, friends, uh, colleagues have been in touch with us. Uh, there's been a lot of people reaching out, um, all, again, concerned for his well-being. And he was living in that building? Yes, he was a resident there. On his own? Uh, I don't know if he lived with anybody else, but uh, I know that he did reside in that building. I got you. Uh, all right. So, uh, again, leave us with a number if anybody wanted to contact you or uh, visit the website for an update on this file. Yeah, our website is yrp.ca, and we have all the information posted on there. If anyone has any information on these suspects uh, that they think is going to aid in this investigation, and I'll tell you, we'll take any bit of information because you never know what's going to work, uh, Is uh, the number to call is 866-876-5423, extension 7865. That's going to put you in touch with investigators from our major crimes bureau. Uh, and if you spot these suspects, if you know who they are and you spot them, it's a call to 911 immediately. Again, with Andy Patton in York Regional Police Constable, uh, this story is, I mean, in your own uh, experience or uh, what you've gleaned from these types of things, what seems to be the end game or the motive? Is it ransom? Could it be politically motivated? Uh, any idea? You know, we just don't know at this point in time uh, until we, we, you know, continue to investigate and figure out what that motive is, uh, especially, you know, once we hopefully find Mr. Liu in good health and get these suspects in custody, that's going to determine, you know, what exactly took place here. But until that point in time, uh, the focus of this investigation is finding Mr. Liu uh, in good health. So, um, you know, again, any information is going to be helpful in this case. Let me ask you about uh, what is now called the largest ever meth lab operation bust in York Region Police's history. Nine suspects have been taken in, uh, amongst them two Bradford residents. What happened here? How did you cotton to this idea that there was, uh, you know, a meth operation happening in York Region? Yeah, you know, this one was an, an amazing investigation headed up by our Organized Crime Bureau, our Guns, Gangs, and Drug Enforcement Unit. And it all started back on November the 13th when we got a report from a concerned citizen uh, out in a rural area in, in York Region that somebody had dumped a ton of garbage uh, at the end of their driveway. Uh, they said that the, the garbage smelled of uh, chemicals and they were concerned about it, so they called us and we get there and sure enough find that um, this garbage looks like uh, waste or dis discard from uh, a synthetic drug operation. So that sort of kicked off what we now call Project Discard. Um, and it was that garbage that was left behind that investigators were able to use um, to close in on these people that were had production uh, labs for synthetic chemicals. So it was on March 14th that our officers executed search warrants right across the GTA on a number of residences, uh, but most importantly that there was two drug labs 
uh, one in the area of Kennedy Road north of Holborn Road in East Gwillimbury and another one in uh, on 10th Side Road in Innisfil. Um, you know, it's, it's, these are very dangerous operations, and I can tell you that we have a team of specialists that have to go in and dismantle them just with all the dangerous chemicals that are there. Um, but as part of that process, uh, our investigators seized uh, 50 kilograms of methamphetamine, which is a huge amount, um, so much so that they don't even our investigators don't even believe it was all destined for the streets of the GTA. They do believe that a lot of this was manufactured here for export to other countries. Yeah, well, it sounds by the names of the people who have been apprehended, uh, it could be Vietnamese-based gang. Would that be about right? Uh, well, we consider them organized crime, as in you know, the definition of organized crime is three or more people working together. So, uh, you know, we had uh, eight people that were arrested in this one. We have one outstanding, uh, Mr. Van Trong Do, 34, from the city of Toronto. Um, there's a Canada-wide warrant now in place for him, um, and he's going to be facing a number of charges when we do eventually track him down. But uh, this was definitely a very sophisticated organization um, and a sophisticated operation with, uh, you know, our investigators calling these super labs. So um, these labs are capable of producing a huge amount of uh, methamphetamine. Um, sort of after the press conference, I was talking to some of the investigators and they let me know that what we had on display there, the 50 kilograms, was probably about a month's worth of production. Whoa. If that gives you any idea on the scale of which um, these operations were producing methamphetamine, it's just, uh, it's, it's a huge amount. So, you know, we like to think we made a dent in uh, methamphetamine production and trafficking, but it's probably only a small dent. You know what intrigues me? Uh, so you found this waste, or uh, a neighbor did up there in Innisfil, and uh, contacted you. Uh, how did you make that link, though, to know where to look next to find these individuals or the meth labs? Well, this is still an ongoing investigation, so I can't get into the details of uh, the investigative techniques that were used to, to make that giant leap from garbage to meth labs. Um, but it really does all start with somebody reporting this. So, so many uh, of these dump locations like this go unreported. People just clean it up themselves. And, and I can tell you those are very dangerous chemicals and can be hazardous. So the people here did the right thing. They saw all these garbage bags and, and canisters, containers, and uh, called us and we were able to to, to go through it and, you know, basically analyze all of uh, the, the garbage that was there. And that contained valuable evidence for our investigators, clearly, who from going from garbage were able to get to production sites. Well, it's uh, admirable police work. Uh, congrats on that. I hope it's resolved to everyone's satisfaction. It's public safety. And, of course, uh, you know, in the case of Mr. Liu, too, uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed and continue to watch uh, with interest how that one plays out. Uh, thanks so much for your time in explaining these both uh, look like monumental cases here. Thank you. And thank you very much for your coverage. And I can tell you, just to go back to Mr. Liu's case, it's because of the ongoing coverage and, and the support from the media uh, that people did reach out. We had tips that, that people reached out to point us in the direction of where that van was eventually located. So uh, it, this cooperation that we have between uh, police and media, it, I can tell you it works, and thank you very much for that. I appreciate your saying that. Andy Patton in York Regional Police Constable. Continued success. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 